to Drummers Only Radio. Drummers Only is the UK's leading drum shop with store locations in Glasgow and Leeds. Our podcasts are full of interviews, gear reviews, and much more from the unique perspective of a drum shop. The show is hosted by two pasty Scottish dudes who talk real fast. Whoa, slow down there, Braveheart. So here's Chris, the Glasgow shop manager, and Adam, the social media manager. Be sure to like, subscribe, and let's do this. Good evening. Good evening, Christopher. How are you? I'm well. This is, feels weird sitting right beside you. It does feel weird sitting side by side, but there's a good reason. There is a good reason. Why is a good? What's a good reason? It's our social reason? distance podcast. Oh yes, uh, we have the wonderful Mister John Bleece on the podcast today. Yes, we do. John is a fellow Ayrshire man like me, yes, an Ayrshireman, uh, an Ayrshireman. Yes, the Ayrshireman, um, who has uh, quite an awesome storied career. So uh, we won't waste too much time talking about no. that. We'll just let him do it. Yeah, of course. So. Here's the one and only John Bleece. Hello. Hi, Christopher. Drummers Only Radio, episode 34. 34? Are we at 34 already? We are at 34 already. Wow. And uh, we have uh, the distinct pleasure of welcoming Mr. John Bleece. How are you, sir? Hello, guys. How nice you doing? to be here. I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah. Good. Good. John, uh, like myself, is a fellow Ayrshire man. Ayrshire is... Uh, mm. Has got a knack for producing wonderful drumming talent, um, and John is no exception. Um, tell us about who you are, man, because yeah. there, there may be people <laughs> that um, that are listening that, that haven't met you before. So. Yeah, if you could give us a bit of background, you know, about what you've got going on, how mm. you started, and all the things you've kind of done up until this point. Okay, I'll try and uh, try and do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no pressure. Hi. <laughs> Um, so as you say, Chris, I grew up in Ayrshire in a place called Prestwick and got into drumming when I was about 13, 14, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, about 13 and basically that's all I've done since. <laughs> 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 I, c- I could leave it there. Good man, <laughs> full stop. No, yep. um, I know that's not giving anything away, is it? Like a lot of people, but... Um, yeah, I started when I was about 13 in school. I was very lucky to go to a school called Presswick Academy. It's just uh, the school there, you know, mm. about, had a very strong music department. Uh, we had a big band and orchestra and stuff. And the guy, Mr. Wilson, Colin Wilson, he, you know, really encouraged music. And from that point, that led, I mean, you know, without going into it in massive depth, then I, I just got really into playing. Mm-hmm. Started playing in pubs and stuff up in Glasgow, like we were saying a minute ago. Um, and Kaylee bands played in a lot of Kaylee oh, bands. Okay, mm. cool. Yeah. And got really into jazz, and then that led me to move into London when I was seventeen to study um, jazz for four years. Jazz music, about music, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where and was so, it you studied? And I studied at the Royal Academy of Music. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll have you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I went there to do that, basically. I right. moved there to do that, and then I have been there ever since. And so that's been 20 years I've been in London wow. now. 20 years, wow. Yeah, and um, over that time, I've played with a variety of people um, in different genres and things like that. And I just, uh, I still really enjoy it. Great. Good. Yeah. Great. Wow. Um I think you're selling yourself a bit short there, man. Just a, a, a variety of people. You've played with so many cool, amazing people, man. That's yeah, so amazing. You. you know, Robert Plant. You know, Seal. Like, wow. 
Yeah, they're, they're no slouches in the music world, man. <laughs> I you know. know. Uh, I think between those two guys, between them, have achieved more than than most will ever with a career. You know. Well, so yeah, um, there's, there's plenty. Yeah, I, I love the thought of um, just a normal fella from a small town, uh, kind of unassuming, welcoming, warm guy playing on some of the biggest stages with some of the biggest artists in the world, like. There must be a, quite a bag of tricks and skill set to learn to get to be able to do that kind of these kind of gigs, man. Mm, Would you know. say, or was it? How did it? Ha- you know, how did it happen for you? Was it organic, or was it? Um, I don't know. I mean, thanks, thanks for your kind words. You know, it's that's really kind of you. But uh, really, it's it's just just music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I, I, obviously, it's not. It's I did work very, very hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I and I I still work very hard. Mm-hmm. So, I think I t- I take that a bit for granted. You know, it's like it's, it's, I really live music. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, I mean, um, aside from that, it's just um, putting the sticks in your hands and. <laughs> uh, I well, no, there's, I love, I well, we talked about this in the podcast yeah. before about just play the drums, you know. There's a simplicity to that kind mm. of idea of just sit down and do it. I yeah. guess um, we're trying to get a bit more detail out of uh, this in- interview. So, so I, I guess that's... Um, how, how do you get into it? I mean... Because you've got, like, the, 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 the artists you've played with cover, like, all the bases, man. Like, mm. Goldie, mm. people like that, you know. Um, you've yeah. played on a lot of electronic stuff. You played on some dance stuff. You know, there's like yeah, yeah. I I, I have yeah. I've done a, a you know, I've, and not everybody can do that. Right. Okay. So I mean, yeah, I have done everything from like uh, jungle drum and bass to to house music to rock jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I started off as a jazz musician really, and don't play much jazz anymore. And I think the skills skills that i learned from that mm-hmm. i've you can transfer to anything really and, mm-hmm. I, and i've always been interested in all music you know right. like when i was a teenager i wasn't just listening to one thing mm-hmm. it's always just been uh lots of things you know mm-hmm. like, to enjoy and it's just uh mu- music yeah yeah so I'd, i've it, like, throughout my 20s it was quite a hard concept to kind of get your head around like it's just it's just music but mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah it, it, it is it's quite it's hard but it, it is just that you know it's just yeah. like you're just on stage with a few people making a racket and but <laughs> yeah. what it's, it's learning it's like learning language i suppose you know like if you've got the language to talk to someone in a particular genre mm-hmm. or, or whatever you're trying to create mm-hmm. um you can um you can talk together yeah, yeah. Totally. Instruments. Absolutely. So yeah. I'd, I, if that makes a bit more sense you know yeah, 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 absolutely, and I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool because we grew up around at the same time. I think there's maybe a year or two between us in age. So, okay, you know, there was a lot of pigeonholing went on at school and stuff. You like uh-huh. the, the guys that liked rock music or the guys that were into indie or yeah. you know, and and mm-hmm. you know, I, I ended up surviving because you could play things like the Live Forever beat, and okay. all, all the Neds would be like, "Oh, that guy's all right, man. Yeah. You know, we'll leave him alone. You know, but secretly, I'm into like the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. You know, yeah, um, so." you kind of have to navigate all of that stuff at those yeah. kind of ages you know so it's quite unique that you were into jazz at that age yeah. as well as other things i think it was quite unique finding that i was really into jazz but that was just through through the school music teacher really yeah, yeah. you know yeah. it wasn't it, it was just a normal school 
but mm. this guy and the teachers there were so encouraging and like introduced me to Pat Metheny and like, wow, okay. more like fu- more more like fusion jazz. Right. But we were playing like Glenn Miller. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the band, yeah, the brass but, bands. But we'd also yeah. play like yellow jackets and, and right. kenny g songs yeah oh, right, okay. uh, like weird, weirdly you know he yeah. loved kenny g but, uh, which, i will less say about that uh, <laughs> i know um, but, uh, so yeah that started for me then really and it yeah. just kind of like been a journey and it, it still is a journey to try and uh make music with people so you, you don't know? really have any bias about any of it i try not to yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean um I tried to go in my own open mind with anything I'm asked to do mm-hmm. and um, and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty hip. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, that's what I like to do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great way to be as well, especially when you're playing with so many different artists. You yeah, know, I mean, I guess some people, it's just who I am. It's just what what I've ended up doing. Some people, that's not the case. They're in a band and um, are good at one thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Good at it, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, and I'd like, I'd kind of like to be like that sometimes, but um, at the moment, I'm, you know, putting my dipping my toe in a few yeah. places. Do you totally. think you'd be satisfied just doing one thing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> pro- probably not. I said that. I don't know. I, I like at the moment. I'm really happy to be doing things, and and what I've been doing the last three years with Robert, I've really enjoyed because it, it is more like a, it's like a band, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we've done a lot of lot of gigs, you know, you know, yeah. and so I've, I've enjoyed that, you know. Yeah. And but most most of the artists I've played for or or, or bands I'm in, it, it does end up like a band, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't feel like I don't just turn up play and then that's that. I I really don't like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. I I give give my all to the music and. Yeah. Um, hopefully get that back from the people and, and, and actually all the if i look at all the people i've worked with it's like you know i'm still in touch with them all and like mm-hmm. you yeah, know, yeah and, and yeah. we some we you know it's a, it's a conversation conversation yeah. you know yeah it's quite nice that like it's not you're not just a hired gun in that way mm-hmm. you know like you're very much they've got you in the band because of who you are as a person as well you know i'd i'd like to think that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think that is the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can you, you touched on obviously working with Robert Plant very briefly there. How did all mm. that come about? You know, did that just evolve naturally from doing things you've done before, or was it just kind of you got the call, or? Yeah, you know? basically, just quite naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave, who was playing drums with Robert before, mm-hmm. had to take some time off, so they needed someone to cover, mm-hmm. and my name got put in the mix. And, uh, yeah, t- you know, cut a long story short uh, that, yeah, he ended up asking me to come and do it, you know. But, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it w- it's quite a good story that, um, so, yeah, there's a lot of names going o- around, I think, at the t- at the time. And um, uh, I was honoured to be being put in, put in there. But um, they said, oh, yeah, come down to the Albert Hall to watch the gig, you know, and see what you think. So I come to sound check and all that. So off I went and um, was watching a sound check. And the idea was that you're g- going to meet everyone in the in the band and whatever. And I actually, I, I was friends with a few of the people in the band anyway from playing oh, okay. and some other things. So so that's what I mean. It did, yeah. you know, it worked out like that. But um, 
Yeah, I, so, yeah, there's this thing I like meeting everyone. I just, like, didn't meet anyone because, you know, it's like on a gig day. It's quite busy and all that. And um, and then watched the gig. It was lovely. And then afterwards, uh, there's the, you know, after show and all that. And so R- Robert was there. You know, everyone was there. And Dave was like, oh, we got we should try and get you to meet Robert, you know. And... Um, and, and and actually, I should say before this, I'd needed to send in some examples of me playing, you mm-hmm, know, like mm-hmm. what I do, you know. So, so I kind of thought, oh, I should put in some things of me playing with famous people, you know, or, yeah. or big gigs, yeah, <laughs> show that I can, I've done some stuff, you know. <laughs> so I sent him a video of me playing with um, some famous artists or people and uh, big shows and all that, and I got the word back, nah, not interested. Really? You know, yeah, wow, just really? Like, no, no this, this isn't right. And the guys in the band were like, you know, you should be, um, Robert's not interested in that, you know, like make something of all the obscure or, or more left left field things that you've done. Mm-hmm. So, I'd, you know, I've done, as well as all these people, you know, I've done records of, uh, you know, like uh, brass quintet with mm. electronic percussion and mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, you know, like obs- lefty, yeah, yeah, lefty yeah. field things. You know, like jazz releases and things like that. And so I made a little tape of that, uh, or a MP3 or something, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, and sent it over and got the word "Robert's loving this." You know, oh cool, right? So good, you know. So yeah. I went along to the sound check and all that, and then got to this after show thing. And it was busy. It was hoaching, you know. Was like fucking <laughs> everyone. Yeah. David Gilmer like was there. Street on yeah. Saturday night, aye. Aye, it was, you know, it was quite busy up there, and um, you know, all kinds of people were in that room, you know. And um, I thought, um, this this is just not going to happen, you know. What I mean, this is just weird. And then um, Robert came over, right? And so, so Dave said, "Dave, this is uh, this is John." Oh, John, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I said, nice to meet you too, you know, oh, you're Scottish, and I went, yeah, I'm Scottish, you know, and he went, oh, great, we're going to get on just fine, and then at at that point, um, (laughs) this uh, mega weird kind of woman groupie, not a groupie, (laughs) not a groupie, there's no groupies at all, but um, just some weird fan or something, you know, um, spilt his drink, right, and then all of a sudden there was a commotion and Robert was whisked off with some uh, well, I know him now, Tom, the security guy, you know. Fucking. So, so, and I was like, oh man, I, you've just started getting chatting, you know. I thought, what yeah. what are we going to start talking about now, you know? Yeah. I thought, oh, well, that's that then. <laughs> and then um, Robert then caught my eye, and he'd obviously his drink had spilt, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I was like, I was stood right by the bar where these uh, snare drums are. Mm-hmm. So I said, do you want a drink? And, um, he was like, yeah. I was like, what do you want? And he's like, like double gin and tonic, I think it was. I can't remember. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, got a double gin and tonic, got a beer. And then this girl, this woman, was stood there and she went to take that gin and tonic that I'd just oh, bought no, to, and to give it to Robert. And so I think that happened. And I was just like, huh? Just stood there with a beer. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is just got, what? And then um, about five minutes later, Someone tapped me on the shoulder, I turned around, it was Robert, and he's like, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, these strange things do happen to me. <laughs> anyway, um, how, and he was just like, how are you doing, you know, and started talking about music and, and things like that. And then I think a couple of days later, got he, you know, got he said, all right, I want you to come and play, you know. So, so, then, so then I did. 
and um and i'm i've been doing it for a while now so in a a kind of weird way that woman doing that is almost the best thing that could have happened really because you got to know (laughs) you got to know him so well through a mutual i don't know it's quite a funny story (laughs) anyway that's why i'm telling you, right. you know, <laughs> random nutcase gets you the gig thanks yep. random nutcase yeah, I, 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 don't think, I mean who knows it's just quite funny isn't it yeah <laughs> man I, I guess these guys just want to make sure you're normal eh I think so and um, especially him you know yeah uh, he's he's um, he's an amazing guy by the way I, I've mm-hmm. learnt so much from him but you know he's just been there and done everything you yeah. know well not you know He's done a lot. Aye, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's so for him, it's just like you know, he he wants someone. To, I don't know. You know, yeah. I'm very well, honoured. He, he wants someone who's not going to be sitting there starstruck and sure not do the gig yeah, justice. You know, I think so. You know, because if you if you really look at his career, um, you know, Led Zeppelin was obviously a, a big yeah. thing, but mm-hmm. um, there's been lots of other stuff. Yeah. Every every month he's doing something amazing. You know? Yeah, and the Union Station stuff for years. With yeah, uh, was Alison Krause? He played yeah. with Alison Krause for, for yeah, a while, he didn't he? The Union Station, I think, was as her own band, but right. I mean, he, he did a record with her called Raising Sand that's fantastic, yeah, you yeah. know, with Jay Bellarose. Yeah, yeah. One of my he's heroes, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to meet him and see him play oh, amazing. Um, last year. Um. Yeah, so he's constantly evolving, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so, if you turned up, um, you know, being a Bonham uh, copy, mm. then it's not yeah. right, really. You know, it's it's just as I said, it's just serving what the music is at the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, right, yeah. um, yeah. Does let you be? Do these guys let you be creative? Oh, uh, yeah. I, like so, like you're yeah. gonna bring some stuff to the gig, if, you know. If you if you didn't with Robert, um you'd be out the door in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, he it's everyone is feeding off everyone else. It's not just it's not just uh learn the part and get on with it. It's oh, cool. Because the the songs are changing every day. Oh amazing. Oh great. <laughs> like, you know, this well the set list could change, but I'm talking about an actual song yeah. mm-hmm. could just be like, I don't want to play it like that anymore. So it's like a completely new arrangement could happen. Mm-hmm overnight yeah. you know mm-hmm. on well, th- through a conversation at a breakfast or a yeah. coffee or a sound check or whatever you know yeah I guess yeah. being a jazz so man you, then that'll suit you yeah yeah yeah, and you, you need to know well, well I've had to know a lot of songs in my head you know mm. and then when the arrangements start getting changed <laughs> it gets quite confusing <laughs> uh, because he's he's got like 50 years of music making you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. some of these songs have been through a lot of lives yeah yeah know? I bet they have man um, I bet they have but I like that yeah but I'd, I, I wouldn't really want to play with some mo- most of the people I've played with I think all of them it's kind of like that mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm not really I think I'd go quite stir crazy um, doing the same thing yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean that's a different challenge, isn't it? That's a different challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like um, yeah. Spoke to um, old pal Alan Dale, and he talked sure. about those th- playing in the pit, you know, and mm. and every night has to be the same, you know, because people yeah. have an expectation of what they're coming to see, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's a different. Uh, it's the opposite end of what absolutely. I'm saying, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But there, but there is a there is an element of that approach in in what I've been doing right. with people because, you know, I can't just get up on the drums and um, you know <laughs> think, hey, hey guys, I'm just going to play it like uh, this tonight. I'm playing because I'd be like, what, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> this song is just now a shuffle. There's actually you know? quite a lot of uh, consistency yeah. required. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just that you need to be really open to things being possibly different. Yeah, yeah. At any point. Right. <laughs> like on the gig, changeable or. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah That'd be fun. Like, Oh, just amazing! Like that's what Robert loves is the mis- is the mistakes, really. Right. Mm-hmm. It's you know, when happens. things go really wrong, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's brilliant. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. This there's a I don't do much teach. I don't really do any teaching actually. But um, there's a there's, there's been a guy coming to see me every couple of months down in London. Mm-hmm. A chap called Tom. He's he's great, and um, he came round the other day um, uh, to see me for to to learn some. Mm. Brushes, I think it was, but and he, we got chatting about stuff, and and th- there's this um, song that we do with Robert, where it's just basically like in one, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's yeah. no, it's not four, yeah. It's the doom ba boom ba boom ba boom ba, and with what how he sings, that determines when there's like a little cue, right? But he sings, you know, I've played this songs a lot with him now. Mm-hmm. It's it, never the same, mm. and each phrase is never the same amazing and so it can go really wrong and it has done <laughs> on like really big gigs and, and 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 i was showing tom this video of um uh me playing this song uh because he wanted to know about drum solo and actually that's right, what right. it was so i get a little drum solo in this song and so i was showing my him my approach to it and um there was this massive mistake and he was just like he couldn't believe it like, and it was before we went to the bridge there was this massive mistake and there was no way for us to know how to go to the bridge right uh, you know if you watch this but i'll show you it sometime but it's just like there's no way that i mean and everyone's trying to like get it going to get to, to try and get to the fucking bridge and I mean, we got there eventually, you know. Uh, like it's yeah. like it's probably over about ten, fifteen seconds, yeah. scrambling about. Everyone got each other's back, you know. Billy, the bass player, is right up on my drums, like one, and I'm giving it a one, and then <laughs> Robert singing something, and then we finally hit the bridge, and then it's just like, and then, and then, um, and then it's like drum solo. And I remember this gig; it was in Lake Tahoe, which is like in the mi- yeah, yeah. middle of America, yeah. you know. And it was an amazing day, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, yeah, and I remember it was a b- pretty big gig, you know, like twenty thousand people, I think, you know. <laughs> and Los Lobos were playing before. And, oh, amazing! Uh, great, and and <laughs> it's just like a fucking car. car <laughs> but the thing, the thing I was showing Thomas thing, and, and it's just like, but then you got to do your drum solo yeah. after this, you know, thing that's made you feel a little bit like, oh my god, we messed up. Yeah. But um, you've just got to kind of immediately put that out of your head yeah. and. And and focus on the now. Mm. So that's kind of what I'm saying is that it's you know music can be like that. You know, yeah. Oh, seat, yeah. seat your pants and yeah. it's it's in the now. You know, you're oh, in yeah. the now. It's We've funny because yeah, definitely. I, like college will never teach you that. Eh? That's like pretty much on the gig. You've got to learn that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I learned all that stuff through doing a million wedding gigs and <laughs> um, right. Kaylee band gigs and um, all that mm. stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I've done thousands of that yeah like we crap recording sessions amazing record like yeah. but all that all that st- you know i'm not just this guy playing with billy you know robot yeah, yeah. And all that. it you know i did all that you know that's the that's what teaches you what to how to survive on a situation like the one i've just told mm-hmm. you, you yeah, yeah 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 so you've got the 
the the tools and the balls to get yourself through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for That's sure, it. man, for sure. It's totally right. Because can you imagine like having zero experience and getting thrown in that situation? You know, it would have been yeah. an even bigger car crash potentially. Well, I you mean, know? I so mean, you just walk out on the stage and there's that many people and you're already sort of kind mm. of edgy, you know. Yeah. But then what is the biggest artist or one of the biggest artists in the world is also making the mistake with you. Uh-huh. Well, so it's there's just, a little bit of comfort in that, I'd have thought. Yeah, well, it's the kind of thing it is. You yeah. know, like what 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 me and the guy, the other guys in that band, we, we like that. We yeah. like taking risks. Yeah. Other bands, they don't. You know, I've yeah. met guys, MDs or whatever, that they don't like that. They don't like mm-hmm. risk. Yeah. It's got to be the same every night, and if, mm-hmm. if you make a mistake, you're fired, you know. It's just different. Horses for courses, is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah know, for sure. Different yeah. boats, sure. different, different boats. I don't know. You know, that yeah, but everyone's got a different approach. And yeah, I'm not saying one's better than the other. Totally. It makes me think about sport, though. It makes me think about playing a, a, a team sport. Some days you have great days, mm-hmm. and some days you don't. But yeah. we're all still on the same side. Some days, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's it, you know exactly what what it is, isn't it? Aye, you know, of course. Yeah, it's just it's just life, isn't it? Music, yeah, music is life. You know, if you have too many of the bad days, then <laughs> we'll maybe have a chat about it. But right. like, oh, could we just had a shit night, guys. Yeah. Or we just had a shit. I mean, five minutes. Yeah, yeah I think if I was everyone. making mistakes left, right, and centre, yeah, Robert would fire me. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's the right kind of mistakes, yeah, it's fun. Ah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's the kind of mistakes that you can go back on the bus and laugh about do you know what i mean it's not the kind of one that you're oh, worried great, about you know, you know yeah it's great you know this is taking me back because you know lockdowns affected everyone I, I you know we haven't done any gigs since last october but uh yeah this is taking taking me back you yeah, know i remember right. doing that solo every night and i don't really like doing drum solos really you know it's not really my thing i'm mm-hmm. <clears throat> more like an accompanying drummer i suppose but mm-hmm. anyway I, I did enjoy it because i felt i could do what what I want to do within it mm-hmm. I basically I could do whatever the hell I wanted right. <laughs> and um, I got into some things like really like slowing down and mm. and then doing surprising things and mm. and Robert was really with me all the way and then like after the gig every night we'd kind of walk off to go back to the dressing room and he he, he would he would know exactly how I was feeling mm-hmm. um, oh wow oh, you know because some yeah. some nights I would, I would do a, I'd feel like it flowed really well yeah mm-hmm. you know and it was good some nights it would be like too short, um, or I just it, I got st- I got in a stuck it stuck you know yeah. like um, being honest with you you know like yeah, um, of yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, and uh, Robert would tell he would would know you know and he'd say you know John you should have done that that wee bit that you did there you should have done it longer or you know or, or mm-hmm. that when you got into that thing why did you stop you yeah know? Or, and um, I learned a lot from from him you mm, know yeah, d- yeah. to just be like be fearless you know like mm. uh, just just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? It's yeah. amazing, you know. Yeah, he is like the ultimate for that. If you just and the and Zeppelin, like after I've played with him for a few years now, and I look listen back mm-hmm. to that band, you know, I just think they are the ultimate for that, you know. Yeah, yeah they all pl- they all had fire in them, didn't they? <sighs> yeah, and some. Yeah. I think that's one of the most amazing things about that's what music is. To, like, I don't care if I've led bands. I don't care if you make a mistake as long as you play with fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like. That that's I think more so, honest you know. than anything else. Totally, you yeah. know, it's more exciting for the advantage. listener, isn't it? You I, know, I, I, to absolutely. see people having a having a blast. And yeah, man. Yeah, and let's figure out how the fuck we're going to get to the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had no idea, but we did get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched your uh, video earlier, the one with oh. Matt Calvert. 
Oh right, yeah. That's some um, that's a some interesting music going on thanks I, I, I love the kind of I don't even know what it is you're playing <laughs> me neither <laughs> well, I mean the actual <laughs> instruments the actual the actual instrument vibe you know so well uh, Matt's a good friend of mine right um, guitarist producer also he's in a great band called Three Trap Tigers oh you know yeah, that band? yeah yeah man great um, band but they're all good friends of mine and, and we've made lots of music together over the years and so this project of Matt's called Typewritten is all acoustic instruments, but um, trying to replicate like electronic sounds, I mm-hmm. suppose. But I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing that now. But yeah. um, I think the way Matt's got it all set up is quite unique, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've just got all these little, basically, I just got, you know, I, I, I have a lot of drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you've got a lot of drums here. I don't have this many, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I've got a lot of stuff, and I, I and I've got a lot of weird stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, Matt, this music and Matt gives me an opportunity to to play some play of that, some you know, stuff, and yeah. in a real musical way, rather than just chucking a um, weird cowbell on your <laughs> cymbal stand and hitting it, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> well, we were talking about this earlier on. You were talking about going round little thrift shops in America when you're on tour mm-hmm. um, and finding yeah. stuff. You know, did any just, of that? I just remember one of them. It was like I can't remember where I was, but. Uh, Someone like North America, like north of North America, and um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a weird shop, and um, I was like said to Billy the bass player, I think I think there's a really good music shop, you know. I've looked, <laughs> I looked, they've got a kind of Facebook page, uh-huh. and there's some really cool old drums on it, but it, it looked weird. It didn't look like a drum shop or anything. It just looked like some weird random music shop <laughs> in, a, in a in a tiny town by a river. So anyway, we went for a walk there, or I did. I went on the first day and I was I checked it out and I was just like, wow, this is awesome. And the owner wasn't in, and the guy in the shop was like, yeah, um, you should come back because I thought this guy, I wanted this thing called a cymbal spring that Jay Bellarose uses actually. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. And he, he, it's like a nineteen twenties uh, clamp for a cymbal. Right. It's like a bit of metal, and he puts it on his bass drum and puts a tambourine on it, and it. it basically creates a spring reverb oh wow okay right cool and um it's really cool but really rare uh-huh. and i just f- smelt it in this shop <laughs> that, this, that there was one in there and so I, I said to this guy i thought all right i might get some other bits and bobs but i said to the guy that was working who wasn't a drummer or anything he's just like i'm not a drummer come back tomorrow the, the owner will be there you know i was like all right you're cool so as if it wasn't sketchy enough. <laughs> and so I, I went back the next day with Billy and Skin, and because we we just go to music shops when we're on tour, right, or vinyl shops. And uh, anyway, they were up for it. They were having to play the guitars and stuff. Skin probably bought a banjo. That's normally, that's normally what happens. <laughs> Is that his thing? <laughs> well, I don't know how many banjos he's got, but um, he's got a lot of guitars anyway. Fuck me! Like, I'm, I'm, I think he's got like thirty guitars on tour Jesus. or something like that. Wow. 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 Serious, all racked up. That's just his side of the stage, but um, yeah, this guy I got there. I'm really sorry, but I think he was called Clay. I'm, I can't remember, but it was his shop, right? And he walked in, and I said what I was after. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, come out the back." And in the shop, he had like all these old ladies and Ludwig's, and and I would I would have bought some, you know. Mm-hmm. But he said I'm not selling them. He had uh, beauty, he had some beauties in there, you know. Uh, but he said these are all just for show. I was like, all right then. And he said, come through the back, and it was just like an Aladdin's cave, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, oh man, I'm gonna 
get get some stuff in here mm-hmm. if he'd let me because he was quite a hoarder, I think. Right. You know, yeah. um, anyway, he had one. Oh, fucking uh, nice. He had two actually, and he said, "Okay, come back tomorrow, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll decide which one I want to sell you." And I said, "Great, okay, give him tickets for the gig, and then um, either he brought it to the gig or." Um, I picked up but i have one of those symbol springs now amazing so um yeah i'm always trying to pick up weird little gadgets yeah. and stuff and stuff. Yeah. yeah and just find a little home for them on a, on a track or on yeah. a well a yeah i mean a lot of this i do have a lot of, a lot of this stuff that might not be used for a couple of years or something mm. might just but then <laughs> no totally you're right one day it'll just come come through you know yeah. i'm i'm a bit of a believer sometimes i think about just stripping back and just having you know because i see people that i admire like like gad you know yeah the, mm-hmm. he's he just is gad and his kit I, I like mm-hmm. that but i couldn't play matt's music on the kit that i play with robert for example yeah, you yeah. Know what i mean it, at the moment i'm needing to use different things for different music sure mm-hmm. um but yeah with matt i play chopsticks and, oh i mean uh, brilliant just trying to create wh- whatever the sound is in your head trying yeah. to get it out you know yeah, yeah, yeah. weird it's bass drums and yeah yeah yeah, it's really fun. Thanks yeah. for checking that out. No, it was great, man. It's really beautiful music as well. It's really, yeah, um, Matt, it's going to sound daft, but it was really musical, really melodic, and, and uh, Matt's Matt's writing is amazing. You know, some people like I, when I was at college, a lot, a lot of the sort of the composers that that yeah. like to do really outside shit. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes it just sounds like mm. really outside shit. It mm-hmm. just like the the conductor can't even conduct it he's like there's there's too many every bar's a different time signature or they're trying yeah. to be too adventurous because it's been written on a computer mm-hmm. sure it's not been written at a piano or something wh- that makes sense you know so it's refreshing to hear contemporary music that's actually music yeah you it's know. really unique i think and yeah you know some of the tracks are really rhythmic like right well yeah. playing from th- uh, if he's plays in three trap tigers yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. math rock type yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. but Absolutely. played with chopsticks <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean, mixed with a bit of drum and bass. Yeah, and, yeah, um, sure. And then it's got like more ambient things. But yeah, I'd, yeah, I'm really proud of that stuff anyway. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Thanks. Shifting gears a wee bit then, where does that put you on the vintage gear versus new <laughs> gear? Like, gear, debate. Gear. Sorry, it's a dead, boring question. No, no, but I'd, I'd, You've got 48 ladies and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, so like, I've don't, I don't own 48. Are you 1948? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I. I mean, I used to only play old drums. Right. You know, that, that was that was it. I had. Uh, I. D- that's what fitted with me with what I was up to. Right. You know? mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid, I had Yamaha Stage Custom, mm-hmm. and um, but but then I got get into the jazz thing. I I got into vintage drums, yeah. mm-hmm. and so over the years, I've just had lots of drums, mm. and uh, yeah, now I've got Ludwig's Leedy's, um I got a Camco now, which oh, I love. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's gorgeous. Um, hunting for another one of them in big sizes. <laughs> that's right, you know. Yeah. But the thing I learned about the vintage drums thing, or that works for me, is I, because I've owned so, so owns so many that are like not quite right. Yeah. You know, they've been cut in half, or like you know, this Tom's a round badge and that's a hex badge. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a lot of that going on, and I bought all of them but I'd, i've just learned to kind of stick to the good stuff because <laughs> mm. <laughs> it'll, it'll sound better and yeah. feel better and retain its value and, uh, and hold up to being played or on tour or something yeah i mean yeah. some of the drums i've like my camcos they're so nice right i mean they're like pristine you know mm. amazing um mm. 
but I do take them out and play them. I play yeah. them in the local pub with my neighbour. <laughs> um, you know, I do, love it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love it. We got a wee organ trio, and but the um, yeah, I, I, but now actually, when when I started playing with Robert, I got a deal with Gretsch drums, right? And before that, I'd played the Gretsch drums because obviously, when you're playing around, you get to play loads of yeah. kits, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, yeah, higher um, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. All that. Uh, I did like the. I really liked the Gretsch drums, and then um, uh, I I now have a broadcaster kit from okay, them, beautiful. which I which I really enjoy. But I've not played it since last October. <laughs> it's in a lockup in um, Birmingham, fly yeah. by night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. You know, because so I mean, it's a debate. We get asked about it a lot. Being a shop, you know, and mm-hmm. like people come in with vintage drums and they're trying to move them on, and the, what's the value of them, and that kind of thing. You know, and I've had experiences where just they're just some of them just don't want to be hit you know they, they right. just they've had snare drums that won't stay in tune or yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you got all that old stuff to deal yeah. with no, yeah and I, I i used to love it right but i also didn't used to care okay i really didn't care about gear right okay i just didn't care about it at all i mean mm. i just you know just just hit anything trying mm-hmm, to yeah. make it sound good mm-hmm. um but now I guess I care a little bit more about the equipment. I've kind of, in the last like five years or six years or something, mm-hmm. just started to really think about, you know, like for example, if the bearing edge is all yeah. right, you know, it'll yeah. actually sound okay, you know. Yeah. Um, because yeah, if the drum doesn't tune up well, it's a bit of a nightmare, mm-hmm. especially in the, stu- in, the yeah. s- in the studio. And you'll know? need yeah. consistency, won't you? Yeah, yeah. And those those Gretches are great, you know. Yeah, the broadcasters are pretty special. Yeah, there was good. a really cool video doing the rounds when they came out, and it was Matt Chamberlain had a forty eight oh, yeah. yeah, broadcaster and a new one, and they sounded almost identical. It was yeah, pretty they, magic what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm into them. So, what sizes do you usually take on tour with Robert, or does um, it depend on who you play with usually? I generally I like the fourteen depth. Mm, mm. Uh, what do they call that? The depth, the, the bass drum depth. Ah, uh, like yeah. when they're but the shallower sizes yeah, essentially, yeah. you know. So I've got a twenty-two by fourteen, a twelve by eight, thirteen by nine, fourteen by fourteen, and a sixteen by sixteen. Mm-hmm, so it's qu- quite the vintage sizes, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah And then, but then all my drums are those sizes. <laughs> so now I'm like, uh, they all sound different, but you know, I'm, I am looking at my my in my studio and i'm thinking maybe i need to switch things up a bit so i'm i'm sh- i'm, I'm lo- on the hunt you know i'm shopping <laughs> i'm always shopping like <laughs> stuff yeah brooklyn they're great the brooklyn yeah i've not played them they're a bit more open than the broadcaster they give you a totally mm. different thing i think yeah maybe um, I will, for yeah. me um sharper bearing edges and things you know and, okay um so just feel a bit um yeah i like drums that are too bright though you know? okay right i like them to f- to be, be a warm bit, yeah a bit. that's what kind of sits with me for most of the music i do but yeah, I'd, I've I used to tour all the old drums though, and they stood up. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. My, the lady doesn't have bass drum spurs or anything. <laughs> you know, Probably it's just got wee cowbell it. things that I think uh, Gary and Alan from the yeah, uh, yeah. drum, the drum shop, shop um back in the day gave me. You know, right. and I still mm-hmm. they fit on the lady, and uh, yeah, I've taken that on, on tour with all kinds of people, and uh, I've got a blue and olive badge Ludwig I used mm-hmm. to use on mm-hmm. loads of tours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, of course, I, I always think, why, why are people um, 
saying that i'll get beat up. i get if you're playing really heavy music you know well yeah, yeah I've, i mean we've had people like that on tour yeah. haven't they and they've, they've like they've brought us this precious thing that's gubbed because they've been smacking the shit out of it yeah, you know right. and you're like you can't get a part for that why would you take that on tour knowing full right. well that no commercial stock shops yeah. really gonna and like mm. do you know that where the drum shops are in each town you're going to just yeah. in case you know there might yeah. not be one for like five towns yeah well i i went i went uh started with this gretch thing on when i started playing with robert and it's been good you know mm -hmm. i've not i've enjoyed it we haven't had any gigs in, <laughs> for a while so i don't know what i'd be doing if, if i was out playing now but um yeah they're really good you know? and there's a heritage and a history with that kind of brand isn't there yeah and the they they just sound they sound quite vintage those drums but they mm -hmm. it has i don't know what i prefer really but um mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i mean they'll, they'll provide you sounds that modern drums won't yeah you know I th I, I, for the, for the guys that that like that thing a lot of them often say modern drums are too clean yeah mm. that, i i i could relate to that phrase yes. mm -hmm. um and that's not a slight on modern drums it's just that they're not going to get they're too resonant you know yeah. a lot of the the, the the drum companies now their their mo is to make the drums as resonant as possible yeah you know it's it's vastly different from how it was back yeah, i'm trying the, to i'm trying to go away from that uh, tea yeah. all the time totally if, um, like, weights and just get a new drum and just throw a bit of dirt on it you know yeah like yeah i, don't, I try to not use dampening though right so well there's a conundrum uh, yeah well it depends on the music doesn't yeah. it but i mm -hmm. i do like tuning it in a way that just keeps it all contained you know mm -hmm. i found a way the great the broadca the broadcasters do what i want them to do did you have to change the way you played no not no at all. you no. can still no, play they felt good you know right mm -hmm. that's why i used i wouldn't use some I, i'm not i wouldn't use something if, if it fucked with me yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> just because i'm getting some deal or something you know it, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, totally. that's not really interesting for me so no they they feel good mm -hmm. but yeah, and the camcos, I can do that. I can mm. tune them just right, mm -hmm. you know. But other drums, it's like damp, and I, I like dampening. You know, what I mean, like I've got, and got my dampening tricks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I, I like it if they if you can get them n tuned in a way that means that they just ring for not long. Yeah. And I like them like almost like they've EQ'd themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so that obviously your head choice will inform all that as well. So what heads do you usually uh, run? Do you have a preference of heads or again? Uh, it changes the Remo heads, and yeah. uh, I do. I use nothing fancy. Mm. Uh, ambassadors and emperors, and that's it. Yeah, that's emperors it. for days, man. Definitely. The head. I can't me. really remember what I was, but I think I had emperors and toms, and I tried out a few different things, like the the dot head. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I liked that for a bit, and then I went off it, and yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Everyone's got different things. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's just, the reason I brought it up is recently, me and Chris brought our own drums in here, um, oh. and you know, like it's interesting that even not only two drums with the same heads on them sound totally different. Oh, I mean, that's oh, obvious, course. but like the different makes and manufacturers, but then also deciding what heads work with each drum. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like on one of my drums the 12 sounds better with an ambassador x as opposed to an emperor because the right. emperor's maybe a bit too much for that drum yeah you know what i mean so i mean jesus i mean we could talk about this for weeks couldn't oh, we? totally, yeah. totally. so many variables on on the drums yeah. and symbols before Snare even, wires yeah. also you know totally before we've even got to the room you're playing in ah uh, yeah. it changes for the room all the yeah. time and 
Yeah, just being open to things, I think, is good. Yeah. I guess, like, if you're playing big shows, man, after a point, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because the, no, the, the front of house guys go, well, I mean, things like the room you're going to play in, if you're playing mm. in a big cavern, there's, there's, there's just nothing you can do about that after a certain point. Yeah, and that can get funny. the engineer's done his bit as well. Yeah, you know. that, can, that can get funny. That's yeah. a whole... That's a whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. like if you're playing to... outside. Yeah, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Versus playing in the SECC or, uh-huh. or the Hydro as it is now or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. It's just... No, it's a, it's an interesting thing, that. And that's one of the reasons I like going to see gigs mm-hmm. sometimes, or when I see bands play. It's like mm-hmm. to see what people are doing, you know? Mm-hmm. See how they sound and what choices they've made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're right that when you get to that level with front of house and monitors and you've got all your own gear you know like yeah. we have our own you know all the mics are the same yeah. mm-hmm. you know the, all the monitor the speakers are the same mm-hmm. everywhere we go yeah. you know and um is a consistency in sound there yeah. certainly where i'm sat but out front mm-hmm. it's different but the people that are working on it are really good mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you just have to trust that there's an element of trust involved in in music yeah. You know, between the drums and the bass, or yeah. front of house guy and his tech, and like every, you just got to be trustworthy, isn't it? Totally, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And I guess yeah. if, if you're traveling around the world, you need consistency. And if it, if if the only thing that's well, consistent that night is your drum set, yeah. I mean, we're. I'm, I mean, I'm saying all that. I feel, you know, I'm fortunate to be in that position of yeah, to yeah, be absolutely. working in a band that's sh- shipping everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, that's that's. That doesn't happen with a, a band, you know, touring the UK. Well, that depends what level you're at, essentially. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. Um, um, it make, it makes it good. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is nice, but I I like it when um, I've played in bands where you go to China and you don't know what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I actually did a gig in August, you know, um, right. in Moscow. Wow, really? Yeah, wow, I did a gig in, in Moscow and um, turned up. I didn't know what I was getting. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't remember. I can't even remember what it was, but you know, I like that. Yeah, yeah, and, that kind uh, of lucky dip of like, what am I going to get? Aye, and Russia's a funny one, you yeah. know, because um, <laughs> it was it was it was obviously specked out Gretsch, you know. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have any Gretsch in aye, Russia. No, I don't no. know why actually, but um, the distribution, or maybe they, maybe they do have Gretsch, but they didn't want it. Maybe Gretsch was doing something different. I don't uh. know. But um, <laughs> Russia don't like America. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we tried to make it work, so it was all right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like that challenge. Yeah, yeah. And actually, and in London now, I always used to take all my own drums to sessions. Right. You know, I I, I didn't because I know what I've got and mm-hmm. and I'd take my vintage drums or whatever. And now I I if I I just say as the studio got, or if I know if the studio's got a kit, I know what I'm getting. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've mm-hmm. been there a few times, but um, I love that now. Right. Mm-hmm. Just turning up with a cymbal bag or a, maybe a snare, maybe not. What Maybe changed? just a bag of percussion. I think one day I just went, do you want to know what? Uh, that sounds like fun. Right. Just like what we're talking I, about with the touring thing. It's the same with a studio. It's just like sometime, yeah. you know, that's really fun. You know, most, mm. place, most places I've got some kind of interest in drum kit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? Did you I get better like results? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I certainly wasn't, um, uh, you know, it's just different. Yeah. And, and I, I guess maybe when I was a bit, you know, you know, back when I was taking all my own stuff, I just thought, well, I want, I want to put that. Up. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, it's more like what's coming out your head than yeah, than the, yeah. the, the the drum. And, mm-hmm. and as long as long as the drums have a 
of a certain standard mm-hmm. yeah. be, should be all right as long as you can tune it nice yeah, yeah. yeah. and um then that's all right yeah. yeah and that's it and as you say sometimes it can be a bit more fun as well because it presents its own challenges yeah. and its own sound i just sound kind of thought i guess maybe part of it was just like you know the amount of time you spent prepping that and logging it to the studio and then setting it up mm-hmm. you could be spending that like having a laugh and a cup of tea yeah, yeah. and like mm-hmm. sometimes that's that's better than uh mm-hmm. you know f- Hitting a floor tom for 16 yeah. or so minutes you yeah, know you know yeah. like creates i'd rather I, I guess i'd just rather i'm really into music now mm-hmm. yeah and no, yeah the engineer's gonna know the kit that's helped out you know i've been doing quite a lot of this place fish factory but right. that no one knows of there's like no website because it's run by this guy antonio italian guy but he's fucking he's fantastic uh-huh. i think he's one of the best studios in london and uh, he's got a round badge Gretsch, a blue olive Ludwig, a Rogers, a original nine thousand Yamaha. Oh, cool, brilliant! You know, yeah. so holy grail, um, yeah. yeah, covered, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. And, um, and also the engineer there knows all those drums, mm-hmm. and you can just play and knows the room, knows the mics. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's kind of better than him having to change everything either. Yeah, you spend a week. He's like then got a nicer uh, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone, yeah, and everybody, the sessions better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if but with matt's thing i'd need to take my own gear right because it's mm-hmm. so specific mm. you know yeah so if it's not specific i'd i'm quite loose you know yeah, yeah. makes me think of guys like joey warrenker mm, we watched him. um we've been watching you know the drum doctor guy yeah um, you're yeah, watching his podcast yeah yeah of um course. and he joey warrenker was like the first one mm-hmm. yeah and uh, you think that all, all that kind of thing always makes me think of him as a player you know yeah i guess he probably i think he was talking about that wasn't he a yeah. little bit yeah, yeah yeah it's been a while since i've watched it but yeah uh, yeah it's great i love it Aye. super hip mm-hmm. super like hip. what we're doing here yeah i think <laughs> totally. so and i was saying to you i was like um i've watched i watched all the, I know the that i've watched all of them and oh amazing all these things I, I love it you know yeah and um just yeah thank you too for doing all this no thank oh, you thanks for coming <laughs> yeah, on man. Of course, we, we just you know it's good it for the community that's the thing like and you've probably even heard us saying this in some of the past episodes like these are conversations that me and chris would have yeah, on a normal shop day, I we know, just thought I mean, one day, like, fuck it, let's just record them and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good because I enjoy sitting at home and tuning into these things now and again. And hopefully, maybe there's some younger players or people getting into it or or not anyone who, who enjoys it, you know. Yeah, and yeah. people have started to do things like ask us questions, you know, can you guys okay. talk about this? Like, yeah, sure, oh, well, we'll, give cool. your, we'll give you our tuppence on it, you know, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right answer, but here's what we think, you know, yeah. like. And um, it's also nice to hear from guys like yourself who are out doing it as well. Yeah, I've watched a load of them. I think, it, yeah, them I think that's really important. Yeah. Because, like... It's nice to be, you know, to be open to, like, if you're saying I'm coming, I'm, I'm playing, all, I live in London, you know, it's mm-hmm. nice to connect with you guys and yeah. vice versa, you know. Of course. I mean, when we were coming up, it was like, you read Rhythm. Oh, I love, I had, you know I've got I mean? all the rhythms. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we thingies, yeah. Yeah. Like, I still love... When I go back to my mum and dad's, like I got, that's where they all are, you know. Yeah, yeah. Read, read them. Yeah, I love, I love magazines like that. Yeah, I, I was mad. I would go down the rabbit hole on your favourite players and like, mm, oh, yeah. you know, you you'd know what drum sizes they played and on what records yeah. and all that. Cause I was really into that's all that. That's how you learn. Yeah. it's really, really important. You know, mm-hmm. part I, of part of it, everything. You know, Passion. I think it's been missing for a while. Really, I mean, I I guess I was a bit out of touch because I got I just got playing. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
But um, but then like, seems to be really. I mean, it's, to me, it seems oversaturated now. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think it's these things so like magazines yeah. just stopped, didn't they? Like yeah, you know, people stopped online. Format. I mean, there's yeah. now everyone. I mean, look at us. We're we're doing a wee show in the shop. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, totally. we're part of the problem. But it's oversaturation of of things. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way we look at it now is it, it, it can be part of our brand. Yeah. No, mm. every, people, you guys need to do it for the shop. And, yeah. You know, it's you know, part it's, of it. You know, and it, it, it you know. People People have been with us for fourteen years, man. So if we can give them yeah. something back yeah, for yeah, their yeah. for their their loyalty, you know, customers and stuff. I've, yeah, I, yeah, course, yeah, that's yeah. Really, like they've been like, I've had customers that were at my wedding that I've had wow. like, best pals with now, you know, over because I've known them for, I've known them for the better part of my adult life, mm. you know. So if there's ways that we can help yeah. people. It's or a good community, the drum. I one. think so. I, yeah, I think absolutely. so. It's way better than than kind of keyboard community. That's for sure. <laughs> or the guitar community, you know, like because the guitarists aren't doing this. I don't think, you know. I, d- yeah. I think they are. Yeah, are they? I was going to say. I think they are. Chris. I think yeah. everyone's up to these you're, days. You're the dinosaur right, yeah. in that world, man. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You're, like, out, you're out of touch. Right, uh, <laughs> what strings do you play, man? <laughs> you know, what's your axe? <laughs> They're doing that. Are they really? Yeah, Fucking right there. Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. Oh, sure. Drums are better. They are, man. They are. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Go and educate yourself, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start watching guitar, guitar yeah. podcasts. Um, John, so I'm just kind of thinking while we're talking about you playing with all these artists, uh-huh. if there's any artists that you would love to play with, oh, uh, dead or alive, anyone? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, um, I don't, I don't know. Um, who would I like? To Kenny G. Dead or alive? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dead or Alive, I mean, the obvious choices that come to mind are Miles Davis and John Coltrane or something Mm, like that. mm, Um, mm. um, I don't know, I mean, Tom York, maybe. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, He's all right. Just off the top of my head. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. We'll, We'll see, you know, um... Paul Buchanan. Oh, I love Paul Buchanan. From the Blue that, Nile. Have you heard his solo album? Yeah, there. I'm a massive fan of That's the Blue one of my Nile. favourite records ever made. Yeah. And he made it in his, his living room with a piano. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And just being here in Glasgow for yeah. a couple of weeks with, with my wife, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just like, I listen to the Blue Nile, yeah. mm-hmm. drive about, when I was driving here. Mm-hmm. Full blast. We were talking. Uh, we were know. we were talking about uh, a friend Louis Abbott. Yeah, and he did. Uh, there's a there's a, a I saw that contingent that. that goes around called Start to End, and they did uh, the whole Hats album. I know. I I said to Lo- Louis, I'm I'm going to come up for that. Yeah, you know, I'm really into that music, and then yeah. I couldn't make it at the time. Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess maybe Paul Buchanan. I'm yeah. sitting here thinking that nice. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it would be a pretty interesting album for Paul Buchanan to have drums on it in the first place. Yeah, right. He didn't mm. done this whole drum machine most of it. Uh, the Blue Nile was, yeah. aye, for sure. And, I, lo- yeah. I actually love practising to that stuff. Right. Because um, it's Super so slow, slow yeah. and um, metronomic, obviously. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you can kind of do some practising to that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To get away from the metronome. Yeah, that's totally. a great shout, man. I'm going to listen to that record again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to it. Uh, you know? uh, it's brilliant. It's just uh, like... I, I described it to someone the other day. It's just like it's like Glasgow's giving you a hug. Absolutely. <laughs> wow, Absolutely. that's an amazing description. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna need to listen yeah, to this. Yeah. I just, I, it was my wife actually because she I played at the Blue Nile before and she wasn't that into it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then because we were coming up here for two weeks and we drove up, 
when we crossed the border <laughs> and it was like, track and one. I put the blue nail on and, <laughs> and she she enjoyed it. So yeah. I think she's she's she gets it. I think you've got to arrive at the blue nile. Yeah, it's taken her a few years. Yeah, um, I think you've got like Yeah. You know, there's there's Tinseltown in the Rain, which is the yeah. kind of single, isn't it? Yeah. But then there's everything else that yeah. you've got to come you've got to arrive at it, I think. Yeah, so I love I love that. Yeah. That'd be a great shout. Yeah. I'd buy that album. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Watch the space. <laughs> you never know what might happen. Uh, you, you don't know, huh? You never yeah. know. Remote sessions and all that now. Just, I know. You know, get I, it. I get never it. thought I'd be playing with Robert Plant. <laughs> there you go. Well, I was yeah. listening to Led Zeppelin when I was whatever, or any of these people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did you. Sorry, go. No, oh, you go. no, I was just going to say, like, I had a question written down of, like, have you had any moments over anyone you've played with of, like, holy shit, I can't actually quite believe what's happening right now or who I'm um, playing with right now. Yeah, Robert, I think. Yeah, um, that being the obvious one. Yeah. Um, everyone else has been a bit like, I mean, it's, when you start off with someone, it's a bit like, oh, that's so-and-so. Mm, yeah. Um, But then you just realise pretty quickly and after you've done it for a while, that we're all just the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know, so all you're all just, just there, you know, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I'm more get I've got starstruck a few times meeting people mm. like mm-hmm. Jay Bellarose when mm. I saw him because mm-hmm. we did this gig. Um, well, I actually played two gigs with he was playing Malison Krause mm-hmm. and I was playing with Robert, and we were on the same bill, mm-hmm. but um. Uh, who else was playing I was at Willie Nelson's festival shit the bed wow so there's Willie Nelson at this gig you know he does this touring festival and um, lineup changes a lot mm-hmm. or some people stay on the tour for a bit but we only had one night on it right and it, it was generally quite quiet folky stuff but we turned up full uh, cavalcades you know what I mean <laughs> um, to this um, they call them sheds you know right. these big outdoor gigs yeah. and Willie Nelson's thing and the it was quite rednecky America, actually. I remember turning up and thinking, "Oh my god!" There's like thirty thousand people all drinking massive things, and um, <laughs> it was it was great. So that got there, and Alison Krauss and that were playing. I was watching, so I was watching Jay play with Robert. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we were stood side to stage, and he was like, Robert was teasing him, like you know, because he always wears a waistcoat. So <laughs> Robert, <laughs> Robert was like, "When are you getting a waistcoat?" And I'm like, oh. um, "When he takes it off." <laughs> <laughs> And um, but anyway, I love his playing, so I was quite starstruck to meet him. Mm. And also, I met Joey Warrenka once, oh, well, wow. and uh, I remember being pretty starstruck meeting him. Um, I'd be really starstruck to meet people like that. You know? Yeah, I think for drummers, I think it's tense to be drummers, eh? Yeah. Like Gad or Matt yeah. Chamberlain and people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I um, think for me, it would be Chad Smith. Really? I've always had like Chad Smith was the guy that yeah. kind of got me into like well you know things you know, like that people drumming. that you've looked up to and and listened yeah. to on records yeah. you know I remember just thinking with Joey Warrenker like met him backstage at some festival in Germany he was playing with Atoms for Peace mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, I was playing with a a guy called Ghost Poet he's mm-hmm. um, amazing I used to play with him for like five years mm-hmm. and it was us I can't remember who was on. It was a great line, Flying Lotus. Oh yeah, us yeah. and then Flying Lotus and then Atoms for Peace, and it was just fucking brilliant. And um, I saw Tom York backstage. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> you know? It's like he came over and talked to us actually about mm-hmm. London, and it was just quite normal, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, the, uh, 
I was at a bar and um, with Obar, who's like he's got tattoos, you mm-hmm. know, and he's got a Jimi ha- Hendrix tattoo mm-hmm. here. And um, this guy came up and was, and it was Flea, you know. Oh no and, way! And was like, "Hey, man!" And they had the exact same Hendrix tattoo in the exact same place. Well, so wow. like it was like holy. So like that just tattoo, uh, you know. And then it was like, and then I saw Joey Warren come out. I just launched into some geeky like. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know. Oh my god! You're yeah, I don't even know if I said it. Hi. Anyway, he he looked a little bit like, oh god, I can't be. I think he wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah, another one of these conversations. So um. I guess I've been a bit starstruck with some drummer idols. Yeah, yeah I, I met Jimmy Chamberlain, which kind of was pretty amazing for me. I, I grew up in a diet of the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Um. So to meet him was a bit like, mm. oh, I don't, you know, you like, I'm, uh, 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 you know, you yeah. time I think, you know, <laughs> thrust him a CD. He, he, he was super cool, man. He was like, just keep playing, man, and wrote his name and. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he was like, most of these guys are super cool. I yeah. guess they've seen that a million times, you know. Absolutely, you know. And I've never told you this, but when we a couple of years ago, when I first started walking, work, walking in the shop, working in the yeah. shop, um, the first clinic that we did here um, was Chris Coleman. Uh-huh. Like when I was first started working here, um, do you know Chris Coleman? I know he's playing. He plays with Beck now. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been a fan of Coleman's playing for years. Right. So the first clinic we had on was Chris Coleman, and I was like okay oh my god this is gonna be really cool right but i've tried to play it so cool and i think i did really well up until after this performance at the clinic because uh-huh. i went backstage and i was like i just all of a sudden just the inner fanboy just came <laughs> out i was just like oh my god you're just amazing like it freaked out and he's just like oh you could kind of almost see him thinking i thought you were normal right yeah. and then now you're not and oh, he's like no. he's just come off the stage he's sweating bullets because oh, he's played totally. his ass off all he wants is a hamburger or something totally and i was just like, oh, <laughs> no. like he likes to eat man like right. we, that was a real like we had to go and really? find him find something he was mad for curry when he was here oh, yeah. he was, he was, he right was great absolutely man yeah, he was, he, he, great Hope mother India him right we up. took him to the um there was a place of the merchant side mad it was, how it was called yeah, it was just off the hook okay. good man it was yeah, really left card yeah well we were in that part of town it right. was just like 11 p.m you he, know he like needed it we've got to get food now yeah. where's open now you know mm. that kind of vibe yeah. you know it was cool that it was a and great did he night, lap up you know? a Glasgow curry yeah he, yeah man he, had, he, he did die I think when Paul first picked him up the, his first request was um, fish and chips that fair, was the first fair enough uh, was like, off yep. the plane to the chippy yeah yep. we're good bottle iron brew uh, I can understand feel. that absolutely <laughs> welcome home aye you know, totally you're one of us yeah, they love <laughs> fish and chips is he American yes aye he is fish and chips yeah, man. We used to take them. There was a great curry house that was on the end of Commerce Street, which was, okay. if we'd done a clinic in the shop, they were open at like 3 a.m. Mm. It was great, man. Like Perfect. I had, I used to play Bollywood movies. It's all <laughs> sorts of weirdness, man. It was really <laughs> random, but it was great, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. But yeah, Starstruck, man. This is the yeah. place for it. We've seen a lot of people come through, you know. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of people come through. So yeah. I love that story about the um, the guy that runs the rehearsal room in Glasgow. Stevie, um, uh, is it Stevie? Is it Berkeley you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> it's quite, yeah. yeah I know. I, I can picture. I don't. I think it's Stevie. Yeah, know, when it? Beyonce was rehearsing, right? <laughs> he, you know, Beyonce was getting a square sausage <laughs> roll out the front. <laughs> Love that. Do you know that story? I, I don't know that. Apparently, she used to, she when she was playing at the Hydro, the SECC. This is about uh, 10 she years booked ago. out the whole place or something. She booked out the whole thing and was apparently rehearsing the band after the show. Uh, you know, so they do the show and then rehearse. Right. What? She was like really on it, you know what Beyonce's yeah, like. Uh, super yeah. on it. Yeah. So apparently that's what they were doing, and you know, 
she, she had a square sausage roll I in mean, the morning. Right. Brun sauce. This guy Stevie too. Brun sauce, I. I know, Ritter Brun. Ritter Brun. What you imagine the guy in the roll shop as she walked in. Oh, All right, hen. Uh, I'd like to think they wouldn't know who she was. Uh, brilliant. Oh, but yeah, I heard tremendous. that about her rehearsal in Glasgow. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, that's just so good. I love, <laughs> I that. love that place, Berkeley. You know. Aye, my wife was rehearsing with a band one night, and she walked into Lionel Richie's rehearsal room. Right, because uh, they had a sort of um, every Monday night they were in the same room, so she just swaggers in. Oh, her band. Aye, her band. Her, not Lionel. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> he was every Tuesday. No, um, so no, he left in Glasgow. <laughs> so she just stoats in, like, all right, uh, oh, like, and he's got the hood up, and the security are like. What right. are you doing? Guess I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> Shut the door and away, away she went, you know. Like, Classic, yeah. What else is she going to do, you know? What else is she going to do? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Awesome. Have you got any more? Um, no, all just, where can people find you online, John? Um, sometimes I'm on online. At, <laughs> um, I have a website that I need to update, and I do have an Instagram that people can message me on. I'm more than... I love I love meeting people on that. It's quite cool. It's been great with for touring, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, John Blee's drums. Right, sweet. Okay. We'll, we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll be yeah. sure to link that in your Instagram page and all right. A couple of videos and all that. Definitely. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, John. Thank you for it's, asking it's me. And I'm great to see you again. I know. It's, we've tried to do it for a wee while. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not up here that often, but, no, but here we are. Yeah. Here appreciate are. it, man. And enjoy yeah. the rest of your time at home. And, Thank you. Um, no doubt we'll catch you soon. Yes. Yeah. Stay Cheers, safe guys. as well. Cheers, John. Yeah, stay safe.